And Jet's here. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, he's back. I'm back. He's back from the uh, the Rogaine clinic for hair loss. Balder, blinder, better than ever. (laughs) Version 2.0. Yep. (laughs) So let everybody know how you've been. Because all these episodes are pre-recorded, so yeah. the updates, you know, you get you get throughout the episodes have been months ago. Ah, I don't know, man. I'm tired, stressed out, regular like people, adult life <laughs> adult stuff. Life. Like <laughs> too busy, too busy. Don't have enough time. I've had a leak in my roof. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Pretty shitty bats. Bats. Yeah, actually, yeah, we had bats. <laughs> now we have a leak in the roof. Yeah. It's been a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Jed great. actually got the exterminator for the uh, to get the bats out, and they told him what they needed him to do was sit out in the yard and watch the bats and try to... Did they ask you to keep track of how many Yeah, count, count how many were there. Yeah, and he kept getting dive-bombed by fucking bats. Well, so, like, the only <laughs> good place to sit was right in the direct pathway because the bats like drop out of the roof and then they pick up speed as they're falling Mm -hmm. and then they get their wings out and they start flapping and then they fly up into the air where they would like come down and then just come right at me and like (laughs) I'd feel the wind coming off of them and I didn't realize I thought in this area because you normally see them up like up in the sky or Mm -hmm. you might see like a baby that got lost Mm -hmm. and got stuck somewhere and then people like help it you know you have somebody come get it I thought the bats around here were small. Those are uh, not fucking yeah. small bats. <laughs> yeah. Those are big bats. <laughs> yeah, I remember like looking outside wondering what the hell you were doing. You're just <laughs> sitting. I'm, I think you had your pipe. I had my pipe your and pipe, I had a couple beers. A couple beers. Yeah. Sitting out there in the yard. I'm like, what are you like just randomly in the dark? <laughs> yeah. Bald, blind dude out there. Yep. I thought you might have gotten lost. Like Smoking you thought, some cherry you thought tobacco. you were like next to the fire pit or, or something. No, but you not cherry. What is that that I have now? Rum raisin? I don't know, but it's, it smells I think really it's good. the rum raisin. If you hear any thumping in the background, the bats. there's a... The bats, bats are bats back. back. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I told you they're big. They're huge. <laughs> they must be putting in a new couch. Yeah. <laughs> Turned on a wall. Get too big. Oh, man. So this week we have Forever Strong. This mm-hmm. is actually one of the first like few interviews that we recorded. This actually, you know what I just thought of? Mm-hmm. Wasn't this the interview where I first asked the band question? No, that was Jay Parade. That was Jay Parade? Yes. Okay. And that I, was last week's episode. I would know that if I had listened to it, but yes. I haven't listened to it yet because yes. I hate hearing my own voice. This was recorded before Jay Parade, so... Apologies for taking oh, so long. Oh, no. I didn't get to ask them then. Mm-mm. Well, that's sad. I guess we could call them up. When, yeah, well, I mean. At some point. We're still going to do the <clears throat> follow-up episodes, too. Yeah, so. eventually. We'll, Depending we'll just, on how. We'll ask them. So, yeah, Forever Strong. Yeah. Remind me next time we sit down. Be like, hey, dickhead. Ask us your question. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ask you the question. It's funny because it actually looks like a penis. So, <laughs> wouldn't be too <laughs> Oh, far. by the way. So, uh <clears throat> Where did I, where did my thought just go? What did you do to me, Daniel? You gave it to me. <laughs> Every night I go into his room and place my hand on his forehead Give and slowly, dementia. slowly force all of my disabilities into Jed. <laughs> That's why he's blind and bald and can't think straight. It's it's beautiful. You're like a reverse <clears throat> vampire. Mm-hmm. 
So what were you going to say, Chad? I don't remember. I have no idea. It is absolutely gone. Well, Daniel spritzed up our, our new studio, and mm-hmm. it looks pretty good. This looks We've got nice. a lot more room in here now, and spacious. We've got a fucking arcade. <laughs> yeah, and we have an arcade. It's amazing. We got an arcade now. I'm pretty stoked about that. It's really that. cool. They just to... came out with a new one, and it's like four grand. Mm-hmm. That was actually a gift. Like, it... 13 Palm Trees has not made a, a dollar, I don't think, as far as our overhead has cost or has I am gone. almost certain we are negative. Oh, we're completely negative. Yeah, yeah, probably quite a large amount. So if you see the pictures of us like with an arcade, that was actually a gift to my brother um, from his, his uh, he, he left his Co-worker. job for a new job, yeah. <clears throat> which is hilarious because they bought him this going away <laughs> this big arcade going away and he works one desk over from where he worked before but just for a different company and they got they did a, a going away for him it was pretty funny but we have a rampage gauntlet and joust arcade in the, the studio now and, and defender bro don't, defender. don't oh i could fucking the chair was blocking defender. it i was looking over there the chair was blocking it All right. but yeah we've got that so if you guys want to come play rampage with me let's let's get down with some rampage also roger i might not have a personality but uh looks like you're getting <laughs> Sack dragged right now by Daniel in fantasy, so have fun with that. Taking that L this week. Yeah. He's used to taking the D, but now he's taking the L. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Forever Strong. You can find him on Instagram at Forever Strong WV. Actually, let me check on that real quick. Actually, no, I'm not going to get on Instagram because I haven't watched the Dallas game yet. Oh, no. So uh, we're going to go with Forever Strong WV. I don't have an Instagram, so I... Well, I have one, but I don't know the login because I never log into it. So Just type in Forever Strong. I'm sure they'll come up on Instagram. Um, <laughs> uh, Facebook, uh, just search for Forever Strong. And obviously, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook. Uh, Wasted Local Talent on Facebook and Instagram and Wasted Local on Twitter. And we're actually doing a Christmas giveaway. And I know I've had some questions because I'm not very, I guess I'm not clear because I'm slightly stupid, stupid, and I'm, I'm not good at forming words, especially when I'm typing them out. You think that, I mean, I'm not good at forming words regardless. Anyway, basically what the giveaway is, uh, we're asking any local band or business or artist to donate basically anything you want that's not, not no monetary donations. We don't want any money. Um, I mean, we do want money. But I mean, we do want money. So but not for money. this giveaway. Not for the giveaway. <laughs> uh, um but basically, um, gift cards, you know, merch, anything to help promote you. Food. Food. You can bring us food. Jed's yeah. really hungry. I am so hungry. <laughs> In a later episode, we did an interview with Wildfly that we actually did today, and uh, you'll hear him talk about it, 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 oh, it's a food so truck. And <laughs> anyway, but the giveaway um, for any band or business or artist that wants to give us anything, just uh, email us at wastedlocaltalent at gmail.com and for anybody who donates we'll you'll get four free ad spots in upcoming episodes and um, the nice thing about an ad spot in a podcast is that they pretty much last forever um, as far as like if you were to pay for a radio ad it's basically you know you pay for however many spots you can't go back and keep re-listening to it so any new people that come in to listen to Wasted Local Talent that listen to these episodes will, will hear about your business. 
So since Fallout 76 mm-hmm. is set in the future, mm-hmm. if they get an ad spot on our podcast, it'll show up in the game, right? Correct. That's how that <clears throat> works, I think. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. Fallout. Bethesda. Yeah. Send us shit. <laughs> Send us your shit. <laughs> um, but, and for anybody who would like to enter to win. Daniel. <laughs> I just, okay, I got you. <laughs> um, for anybody that wants to enter Daniel. This isn't a grand, like, one person's going to get everything. This is, we're going to be doing a drawing live. Uh, we're going to be live streaming from our Instagram and our Facebook on December 23rd. And each item will be given to a different person. So um, there's four different ways to enter with six potential entries. Um, The first one is you can leave us a review on any podcast app that you listen to us on. Um, This actually, because Podbean is what we host through, and we can't access all, I mean, we could if we searched through every single podcast app out there, but that would take us forever. So if you leave a review, if you could just screenshot it and email it to us at wastedlocaltalent at gmail.com. And same thing with the second uh, way to enter, um, it's subscribe to us. If you subscribe to us, um, again, through Podbean, Podbean only shows us um, our Podbean subscriptions. And iTunes doesn't even show us our subscribers. They just, for some reason, iTunes just doesn't. Thanks, iTunes. Yeah, thanks, iTunes. Um, So that one also requires a screenshot to be entered. So if you want either of those two, if you do either of those two, we'll need you to actually screenshot where you had commented, or I'm sorry, where you had reviewed reviewed and subscribed subscribed and email those to us at Wasted Local Talent. I'm reading it off my screen, and I still can't (laughs) fucking say it right. (laughs) Uh, Email is, the email again is wastedlocaltalent at gmail.com. And the third way to enter is following us on our social media sites, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Those are worth one entry per follow. So if you follow us on Facebook, it's one, obviously, you know, Instagram, Twitter. So that's a potential of three entries. So... Those, we've been getting some follows, and whenever I first posted it, I posted that we needed you to message us to let us know that you were following for the contest entry. And for us to keep track of those, we'll need you to actually message us because I don't want to have all of these people, if people don't know about the contest and are following us and they're winning things, I don't, you know, I, we, we just, for for our peace of mind, and that way we're not getting a hold of somebody that's, not even interested um, in any of this. Um, if you could just give us, um, just message us on any of those social media sites and just just say followed for content contest entry. God, I can't talk to I love this. This is awful. This is amazing. <laughs> I didn't prep any of this. Come on, man. <laughs> I literally typed this up it yesterday. It shows. Yeah. Because you're awful. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, just message us if you follow us saying that you want to enter into the contest. That way I know exactly who we are, uh, who, who wants to be involved. And the fourth way is to recommend us on Facebook. And there's a recommendation, should be right at the top of the screen. Yeah. And just recommend us. And those, you don't have to message us or anything because we see all of those. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be a good recommendation either because obviously we're, we're pretty terrible at what we do. I wouldn't give us a good recommendation. No, I wouldn't either. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, all of those will get you up to six entries if you are able to do all of those. Um, if you've already subscribed to us, 
and left a review and followed all of our social media, just message us and tell us and send us a screenshot of your, your, uh, <laughs> send us a screenshot of your subscription and your, uh, review. And we'll go ahead and you, you, you can also be entered. So if somebody's done all of these things and wants to be entered, you can still do that. Just let us know that you want to be involved and we'll go ahead and add you to that list. Um, but like I said, we're going to be doing one drawing per item. Stop laughing. I can't help it. Here. <laughs> now, now you have a reason to fucking laugh. Oh, well, I can't even see myself in it. <laughs> just the wall. <laughs> there was a mirror on the table and I lifted up and looked. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut that this out. is getting even better. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, every every few days I'm going to be posting an update on donations. We have one, two, three, four, five, five so far. Um, we're going we're getting things from Loving West Virginia, Trath, <laughs> Trash Mouth Press, <laughs> J Parade, Noble Essential Oil, and Ignite Entertainment, and we'll be posting a list of what they're donating. Um, as soon as they let us know, um, the only one that we have so far of that we know exactly what it is is Ignite Entertainments. They're giving away two VIP tickets to one of their shows in 2019. Anyway, now that we're 15 minutes into this intro, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just go ahead and get to. The I next think one. I should probably mm. not do intros anymore mm. because obviously. I'm just your kryptonite right now. No, it's easy whenever you're not here because I can just make fun of you the whole time. It's a lot easier. Plus, I don't have this. They don't have the Christmas giveaway, and I just typed this up like yesterday, and I'm just really. But bad I at just this. I love the irony oh. with how you said before we started recording this that you were going to talk about it during the intro mm -hmm. because there was some confusion regarding how <laughs> it's the, obvious it's coming through and, and, that I'm also confused literally I think that the verbal explanation <laughs> was probably more confusing than the written one maybe I should re-record it <laughs> I'll do a separate recording and no post it I at, think we should leave it no I'm just gonna post it at the end yeah of the episode oh yeah yeah at the end of the episode yeah yeah re-explain it again yeah. Also, maybe, maybe I'll have Michael do it. We'll like timestamp it so that they can just quit listening at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I can also just literally set a start time to where it starts right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> could just do that. <clears throat> I wish there was a way I could go through and like set it to where it would stop and start at a certain time so I could just cut out everything that you fucking said. <laughs> of course, now I would sound like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, as though you don't already. Then you got to subscribe right on your <laughs> Facebook and you got to get them to. We should probably end this intro. Yeah, dude, it's 16 minutes right now. Okay. All right. <clears throat> listen to the episode, guys. If you're not already. If not you listening. haven't already. If, you, if you've already stopped it, then. <laughs> Yeet. Yeet. <laughs>What's up, everybody? I'm Jed. And I'm Daniel. And this week, we're wasting our talent with... Ryan. And Greg. From... Forever Strong! Cue the Perfect. Chap, claps. Not chaps. I was going to say cheers Cue. and claps. Oh. Cue the assless chaps. <laughs> Cue the clap. So, when did you guys start? Uh, I guess we started, like, as a two-piece, me and Jono on drums in, I think, the fall of 2015. And then... Greggy and Daniel came in. May. May of 2016? Yeah. 
something like that. Right, right after we released our first EP, Fantasies mm-hmm. and Fiction, uh-huh. um, we recorded that just like kind of as a two two piece, and then we were like, "Yeah, Shh, don't tell them that." It kind of tell everybody that that's my guitar parts. Kind of, kind of sucks just being two people. Like it sounds a lot better when you have more people live. Mm-hmm. So we reached out and. I wish I could have told myself in high school that I would be in a band with Greg and Daniel. Just the strangest like conglomeration yeah. of people from different bands and different scenes, mm-hmm. you know, from like 2009. Yeah, the style of music that you guys play. And then you've got Greg on guitar, who's, you know, front man for Get With It, that just goes absolutely ape shit, ape shit on stage. <laughs> Every, like, you know, gets naked, goes crazy. So the nudity yeah. has died down, though, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Once you get older. It, yeah. Things start falling out of place. <laughs> yeah. Physically, literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs> Can't hold as much as you could in your hand. So he looks like he looks like that one dude that's playing uh playing like a bar mitzvah or something like that. And he's playing drums for like some you guys know the video I'm oh, talking yeah, about. The he's, drum playing, around, yeah. he's playing drums for some super simple song and it's just going. It, yeah, it's Rick and the All Nighters, yeah. On yeah. drums. <laughs> His uh actually that drummer is from around here and uh he's cousins with a friend of mine like he was on the office and everything really? like yeah because hmm. it's like the drummer that's like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. he's going nuts he and he's played, only he's only doing like it's really simple which is like i think it was um like something sharp dress man or something like that but like yeah they play uh the blackberry festival every year it's rick k and the all-nighters i didn't know that yeah we we usually go just to watch that dude his name's like steve or something like that does he play like that Oh, oh yeah, well, that's like his gimmick now. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah, from that. Okay, I got you. That was like, I mean, you know, everyone has their thing, but yeah. like, yeah. No, that's actually funny you say that because Jared Miller uh, referred me as like that because like I played, we played one show where I went like nuts. Like I like, I think I threw my back out at that show too. And he was just like, you look like the guitarist at the wrong gig. And I'm like, sorry, I just like to have fun. Yeah, like you showed up at the wrong bar. It's like, yeah. no, man, you're supposed to be over there. Yeah. Whatever, just get up Whatever. here. Yeah. Just throw my guitar. Can you play Freebird? All right, go. You know, I find that when the aesthetic on stage, if the aesthetic is good enough, then the music can just mediocre. Can be mediocre, yeah. you know? Okay. So really music is just like 90% aesthetic and 10% mm-hmm. actual skill. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at those leather jackets yeah, in most bands now. Like everyone's yeah. got a leather jacket on. Like mm-hmm. shit. That's got to be hot. Where's my leather jacket? You know, it's funny you say yeah. that. Like, <clears throat> I had probably the most perfect example of that. We went and saw uh, Royal Blood and Queens of the Stone Age up Ooh, in nice. Pittsburgh. Dude, Queens of the Stone Age, right? Awesome band. Yeah. They're fucking amazing. Who doesn't love them? They were so boring <laughs> after watching Royal Blood because Royal Blood was going nuts. Like, going nuts. Yeah. Just losing it. Like, such a good show. And then Queens came up, and it was like, the show was great. The music sounded awesome. But it was like watching farts just like <laughs> it was so boring that air. we left we didn't even finish the show wow i was wow. like i'm gonna beat the traffic i'm just gonna get <laughs> out of here gonna, like you can leave now or beat the traffic yeah. or you can stay and beat your meat <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like if you want like high fidelity sound that's why you listen to like the record and you go mm-hmm. to a show to experience something more yeah you know, visceral where you yeah can, you can yeah. see it and like oh. feel the energy so even mm-hmm. if it sounds really good if they're being stationary then yeah that's it's just not it's as like a lot of a lot of bands have that complaint, man that problem that's something that you know. That is like the not main to get on complaint. like my band, but like my band has that to work on that. Like <laughs> we all just kind of stand there and focus on what we're playing and not about. Well, you probably can't move too much. I do. It's something. I always snap. forget my life alert. Yeah. Um. So I'm afraid I'm gonna like stroke out on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so. Help! I'm following and I can't get up. I don't know how Greg does. Like I play just like chords. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I don't I understand how people can like do that jump thing where they jump and they kick mm-hmm. their legs yeah. back and forward. <laughs> that I do like 300 times a show. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, do you play the correct parts when you do that? I feel like you probably do. I like I to refer know. to that. <laughs> yeah, as, uh, the, the every time I've ever done is. that, I don't know if I'm playing what I'm supposed to be playing. Does it sound bad? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm so like. Hannah says it doesn't sound bad, so I guess I hit the note. The visual, <laughs> the visual makes me not care if it's like my ears quit working and my eyes are like, damn, that's awesome. That's yeah. a good jump. It literally. <laughs> Yeah. So much, so much sensations go through his Damn. body that homie it, got yeah, hops. It like, shuts what? down his ears. Yeah. So like, my I'm man in, can jump. I can't. I can't do like jumps because I'll I'll just totally screw up and start playing the wrong chord. Like my my early when I used to play like in high school, I would just have these weird kind of like squirmy like Dave Matthews moves dances. on stage oh, yeah. because I'm like I want to have stage presence, but also I can't move for fear of like messing up yeah so i feel like I've, I've been trying to get away from having like these just weird squirmy dance there was things. something but whenever you're playing guitar and singing at the same time that's a little bit different like i mean yeah, true. if you're going into like you know a bridge or a break where there's no vocals you know being able to move around but that's like with uh some bands who just have like a front man if he's just standing there it, mm. people just don't want to watch it but if you're singing and playing guitar at the same time it's different because you're you know different those two things world. together mm. i've been playing guitar for 16 17 years and i still can't do that like i just can't sing and play guitar at the same time there was something <clears> so we, we did that's impressive time. to me so, yeah. i can't Thank sing you. and play you're yet <laughs> i'm still <laughs> i still have problems with it too yep. see, he's too it's busy tough. doing like flips and shit. Yeah. yeah but hey that's, that's you know that's good every person has the role that's yeah, like exactly there was something we were playing one time and i remember i was just headbanging like aggressively and like i was playing whatever i was playing then i started spinning and like playing what i was playing and i remember i got down and i was like i did oh shit i kept playing i actually kept playing usually i just kind of like my guitar flips out of my hand or i lose my pick and i'm like shit but that time i was like Do, do you get bangovers after you oh god Especially if I have to work the next day. The next day at work, I'm like, all right, where's the fucking to leave? Like, come on, <laughs> this is stupid. That's when when I would when I wasn't playing guitar. If I never, if I ever like don't play guitar and I have the ability to like move more, the next day I'm always so oh, sore. Well, like, of course, 99 percent of the time I had like two Jack and Cokes on stage. So like by the time our set was over, I was also trashed. Yeah. And so like my body was loose, mm-hmm. but it wasn't loose. And the next day I'd have a hangover and a bangover. So it would mm-hmm. literally just be the worst. Yep. A bahangover. A bahangover. Or, or a habangover. <laughs> a habangover. So uh, I take it that, you know, this was not either oh. one of your first bands? No. 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 Our first bands actually hated each other. Oh, shit. Let's hear it. That is true, yeah. actually. I don't know why, I th- but I know why. Yeah. I, there was just, in high school, there was like a, it was just the stark like competition between, I don't know if it was between friends or between just bands in general, but I think mm-hmm. the scene, the scene, there was so many more bands in the scene. It was a pissing contest, a literal pissing contest. Yeah. But for yeah. the record, Greg's band was way better than <laughs> than my first band. You know. I don't know about. All Did that. you guys ever like fuck with each other? I don't uh, know. No, I, I always liked you. Yeah, uh, I always found your body pretty good, but yeah. I never really got the opportunity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, I mean, no, because like I think we were all like friendly, but there there was this kind of like unspoken, um, you know, competition yeah. where like we didn't want to, like we had we had to try to be better than the other band, which is good. Like competition breeds, <laughs> you know, success and improvement. But also, we were just a bunch of like tenth graders. Yeah. You know, oh my to- god! And we all had all oh, the egos back then, man. Okay. I I will forever thank Alex Valdek for beating the shit out of my ego. 
like early because I got over that whole, I'm in a band, look at me, yeah. like real fast because of him. But we were a shitty metalcore band when metalcore was up and coming. Like Dayton, Ohio had, you know, Miss May I just popped out of Ohio. Devil Wears Prada just popped out. And Waiting Redemption was just like, all right, we're going to literally do everything that they did and even cover their songs. Yep. I remember Plagues had just came out. Oh, God, and, that was uh, such a good album. Right? We used to cover HTML rules, dude, and Tyler Reiser mm-hmm. would bust it out, and he had his piano too, and he would do the fucking piano parts and shit. That was the dopest. I hate those days, but damn, those were some fun <laughs> times. Yeah, I always thought you were like an asshole. Oh, like I back was. then, whenever I'd go to shows. God, I suck. I was like, that guy's a dick. I, I honestly, until like the cafe, I didn't even think you liked me because of how you were then. Oh, dude, I was awful. Yeah. So, just, I like, it's how bad it was. I, I could so, always, I, well, see, I always like, I was like, I think that Daniel guy fucking hates me. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, what did I say? I was like, you. I think that guy doesn't like me. So I was like, I'm just going to like, kind of like, Stay the distance, I guess. Like, like you just had such like stage presence, where like you were. I had awful stage presence to begin with. You were, you were so. There were no reservations, though. You didn't care. You were, you would throw your body all over the place. Oh yeah, I was bad with that at at the the beginning. At the beginning, like I I remember my first show was June two twenty sixth two thousand seven. So many numbers. Yeah, too many numbers (laughs) for that one. And um, it was with Plagues of Man and, oh, my God, I want to say um, Amir the Saint, but I think it's wrong. Mm. I can't remember now, but I know Plagues of Man played because that was when I met Tar. Um, and during the parts that I didn't play, I, I, I sat down on stage. Like, I just sat down. Just, like, just <laughs> sat on the ground and just waited. Like, it was the dumbest. Mm. And then I remember Alex Voldeck sent me videos of, like, Hey Breed and, like, all these punk and hardcore oh, bands. Yeah, I was like, yeah. here, watch this. Do what they do. Mm-hmm. So after that... I did what they did. I would like spit in people's faces. I would jump on people. <laughs> I would like not give a shit. I back back and get with it, which is like where I really felt like I honed my stage presence. Yeah, the yeah the Parker Cannon uh, kick somebody yeah. straight in the chest. I kicked I kicked a few people in the chest. Like I kicked I think I kicked Demop in the chest. Yeah, pretty hard. I was there. Yeah, I kicked <laughs> Zach Lawson off stage one time at one two three, and that's a, that's like a up there stage lovingly. Mm-hmm. This was yeah. You know, oh no 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 yeah not, yeah. It wasn't like aggressively. Yeah. It was just like I was so into the moment. And then one time I jumped on Sean Sazoni. He was in the pit, and I was just I was fucking feeling it at that moment in time, and. I jumped off and laid into his chest with my foot. <laughs> he hit the ground. But then after that band, I, I was in a metal band, and I used to cut my forehead open on stage and just beat the shit out of myself. Like, I almost broke my hand at the Chariot uh, Farewell Tour. Like, it was awesome. Shit. It was fun. <clears throat> I don't do that anymore, though. Now you just <laughs> get naked, right? Yeah, then, then, I went, then, then I went and got naked for a while, and then yeah. that was over with real quick a, because Alex became time. a teacher. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. He, he, he's got his wireless set up now, so really... The options are pretty much limitless. Yeah, guitar swings for days. Yeah, the margin for error or margin of error for like a guitar swing, so small. Uh, Yeah, like Mm -hmm. I would never attempt that. Oh, I've attempted. Our stage presence is a little. Daniel really doesn't move. Mm -hmm. Jonah Jonah gets into it. Jonah gets into it. You get in. You and I I, both get into it. I feel like you get into it more traditionally. Like you do the cool traditional moves. I don't really know what I do on stage. Like, I honestly couldn't I tell we, you. I, I honestly feel like you kind of do more traditional stuff, too. Because, like, if we're playing, like, in 2016, that riff, we always go up to each other and we're mm-hmm. like... Yeah, that's true. You know. I will do that. I'm just... I'm afraid to leave my feet. I'm like a... 
like like a child learning like jump a, for the first time. Yeah, like a penguin. Like you can't fly, but like you want to. I want to, yeah, but I know my <laughs> coordination isn't there. Right. And it would probably end badly. Do penguins actually want to fly? They flap their wings. Yeah. I don't know what they're trying to do. But, that yeah. could be them wanting to fly. You ever seen penguins yeah, swim been, before? Yeah, they're fucking It's impressive. Man. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they want to fly. Have you ever seen them poop before? You went to like the zoo and watched. Oh poop? man, it's amazing! Do they have Ew. white poop like the like bird it's, poop? Or no, it... listen, it's like it's a geyser. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Like yeah. like butt explosion. <clears throat> yeah. Like, a str- like they flex their string. little tail, yep. and it looks like it looks like somebody just smacked the top of like a lotion <laughs> bottle really hard. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. No, you want to you want to see some healthy shits? Go walk the Nerf Fort Trail. Those geese over there, mm. they are eating oh, healthy. Dude. Oh yeah. Like, <clears throat> that's on purple, like. <laughs> is purple shit healthy? I don't know. <laughs> is that for how them, you judge for a geese? Not, not for shit? us. Like <laughs> I know by the purple. I think tone. it's well. I think it's berries. I think it's like it's mainly berries, just yeah. eat berries. Yeah, where people are feeding them like laffy taffy. That's, <laughs> That's probably a thing. I got attacked by a goose in Philadelphia not too long ago. Fuck Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I thought me and him had a thing, and like I had to walk through a parking lot to get. I was, I was there for a class, and I had to walk through a parking lot every day. And he was always there by himself, just at the edge of the parking lot. Waiting. And I would like walk up and he would kind of move a little bit. I'd move a little bit and we would just go past each other. And he would like, you know, check me out, like flex on me. (laughs) So on the last day, he's like chilling there and I'm walking up to him and I'm like, yo, this, this fucking solo geese out here all by himself. Solo geese, solo goose out here all by himself. Like doesn't have any friends, you know, nobody's ever out here with him. Right. There's not enough poop to be more than one goose over here. Mm -hmm. Like this dude's probably lonely. This is his turf. And I come over here every day and like bully him off of it. So I'm gonna go around him. I'm gonna walk through the grass in the rain, give this dude his space. Soon as I like, up, soon man. as he clears my scope of vision, I hear wings. <laughs> Motherfucker charged me and it's just like on my shoulders, pecking the shit out of me. Damn. Betrayed. That's straight up. Instant man. betrayal. He was, waiting. He, he was waiting too. Yeah. He's sizing me up every day. He's like, I can take this guy. <laughs> Y'all were on totally different frequencies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you were like, I'm going sure. to make a best friend. And he's like, no, I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah. 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 There's about to be another murder in yeah. Philadelphia today. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Didn't work out for me. There's a murder all. in Pittsburgh right now. It's 1 1. Phillies and Pirates. The Phillies kicked our ass last night. Oh, did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, I like Philadelphia because it breeds great bands, but fuck their sports teams, man. <laughs> fuck the Flyers in general. What about the Eagles? And the Eagles. Eagles are okay. I like the Eagles. They're Eagles cool. Are yeah, I, they, they beat the. Uh, yeah, Patriots. I was just gonna say That's I true. became an Eagles fan yeah. when they beat the Patriots, right? And I, I mean, openly admitted that I was like, okay, I cool. Like the Eagles, but I'm still, Eagles fun. I like the 76ers. <laughs> 76ers are pretty cool. I like Joel Embiid. Does um Allen Iverson still play for them? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. On my 2K, he does. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Allen Iverson Jr. Yeah, nope, fuck the Flyers. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with the Eagles because one year, Nick Foles and LaShawn McCoy really came up for oh. me in fantasy. Yeah. Like, I had them both, and people were like, no, no, I don't want, I don't want Nick Foles. Right and there, I was like, man. okay, I'll try this Nick Foles fella because I don't, I don't really <laughs> Nick Foles fella. <laughs> don't follow enough. And then I you know, had him and LaShawn McCoy, and they just went off all Mom. season, and it was beautiful. And then Nick Foles like, didn't play anywhere the next year. Yeah. I want I want to know what's going to happen to uh, Nick Foles this year. I don't know. I mean, he won in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's in a weird <laughs> spot, right? That's, he's, that's but tough. he's like he's being so humble about it; it's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, I don't care. It Carson is. Wentz is good, <clears throat> but it's like, I mean, why? I mean, do he, they? He could probably does he ask for a pay raise, and then do they pay him? 
like to be, the be asking for a pay raise. Hell yeah, I'd be asking for a pay raise. I'm the MVP. <clears throat> well, that's the thing though, right? It's like, do they are they going to pay him more money when they know for a fact he's still not going to be the starter? Because he's not. I mean, he's he did an awesome job. He won in right. the Super Bowl, but he's not going to start. Well, what teams what teams could pick him up? That's the better. That's question. the other thing. It's yeah. like, where can he really go? Because I mean, he's. I, mean, I, I can think of a few places he could go. But yeah. would they? Is it worth it for him to leave? Yes. If if I don't d- depending know on depending on how he wants his career to go, is like, is he cool with being a backup, or does he want to be the starter somewhere? See, if teams it, like you know the Buffalo or Cleveland, teams like these that need a good solid quarterback, right? Could pick him up. Oh, Buffalo man. won't because they're set on their Tyrod. Tyrod. Uh, Tyrod's yeah. in Cleveland. That <clears throat> oh, that's right. Peterman starting. Oh. Like the dude that played like two quarters and threw six interceptions. Oh, man, that's yeah. good. Those, Those are good odds. Awesome. <laughs> it's good. It was it's impressive. Could you but imagine though? Like, dude, if I was Nick Foles, like you, you know, never really has done too much, and uh, is is you know, probably doesn't have the biggest aspirations ever. I imagine mm-hmm. you know, like you you can tell. Whenever somebody hits the league and it's like, you know, this guy's going to do something. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think he ever had that impact. And then it's like, oh, shit, your starter gets hurt. And he jumps in there and he's probably just thinking, like, I'm just going to do the best that I can mm-hmm. and just see how this works. And then wins the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. Against the greatest quarterback question against, questionably yeah, of all time. Against mm-hmm. arguably one of the best players of the game mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. yeah. And makes him look like an amateur in the I'll process. I'll say it embarrasses him. Yeah, yeah. and yep. absolutely like, embarrasses him in the process. If that's me, I would just be like, hey, retiring. could you guys, like, I'll just remain the backup. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just maybe give me, like, a 5% bump in salary, mm-hmm. you know. You can give me a bonus. Give me a honey bun yeah. every day. <laughs> have it on, have it in my locker. You warmed. Know? I want it warm. Yeah, warm, microwaved. <laughs> warm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it it yeah. seems like he doesn't have the, like, professional sports ego mm-hmm. that a lot of people have which that yeah. kind of coincides with like the big aspiration to want to succeed right yeah. but it benefits really he's, yeah, oh he's he graduated from liberty he's a oh okay. uh, he's yeah. a, like really hardcore christian too so like he doesn't have that right ego about him which, which hey that makes it reason. awesome because yeah. like if you don't have that big ego you're like yeah i'll like Make a bunch of money, set on the bench. Mm-hmm. I'll play yeah. whenever you need me to play. And like he's not sacrificing his body. Mm-hmm. He's getting paid. You know. We all know Tebow was a bust. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Watch out. There's X- a win for the yeah. Christians there. XFL 20, <laughs> 2020. Yeah. XFL. That's right. That's coming back. Mm-hmm. Tebow's coming back. Yeah. Mm. The only kneeling I appreciate is Tebow's <laughs> kneeling. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> how, how do y'all feel that XFL is gonna gonna go? Probably as well yeah. as every other football yeah. spinoff has gone. Yeah. I think worse. Yeah. Probably worse than the worse. first time? I mean, mm. no. Dude, the first time had that, like, what, what's, what was that dude's ridiculous, like, jersey? Uh, he, he hate me. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. hate me. Yeah. He, like, you know, this time I think they're going to try to be a more standard football organization. Mm. But, like, they're literally sending out tweets that are like, do you want to play for the XFL? Hell yeah. Submit this application. <laughs> yeah. You know, and people are <clears throat> replying to, like, these tweets saying, like, like jokingly saying like, yeah, I was quite the star when in my high school I threw a bunch of touchdowns. And the XFL Twitter account is tweeting them back saying, submit this application. And yeah. so, so like, They're I mean. pulling in anybody and everybody they can. It seems, you know, maybe. I played middle school football for seventh and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I caught one I played, pass. Yeah, I didn't even catch year. a pass. It is a kickoff. Yeah. There we go. I'm going to apply. I think they should, they should have invested <laughs> in basketball instead. I that, think that would have. Mm. Pirates are winning should, now. It's like 3-1. legit. 
have just a professional dodgeball team. That'd be cool. Mm. Like, just do that. Or yeah. bring back slam ball. Oh, okay. oh, oh bro. Yeah. Slam ball. <laughs> oh, slam man. Ball needs I to forgot that. all about yeah. that. Trampoline parks are up. getting big again, man. So, like, yeah, you could yeah. do Y'all it. Y'all tired of watching yep. the Cavs versus the Warriors? Yeah. Just go to slam ball. Add add uh, add some, you know, trampolines to it. Mm-hmm. So you know what I kind of wish even had trade, become baby. a thing more so than it did? Do you guys remember? I don't. I think it might have been called Murder Ball. Yes, but where those 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 yes. handicapped dudes on the wheelchairs? That shit was dope. Would I don't even remember what the game was. I think they just made it up. Yeah, but it was brutal. They, that yeah. was a brutal game. And I wonder if it's because they couldn't really feel anything from the bottom down, so like they uh, just like they did. They would run <laughs> into each other like oh, aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my god. Damn. Yeah, they like, would, that would go hurt me. at it. Yeah. They'd be elbowing and yeah. like knocking each other out of their chairs. What, like, was it God, like were they shooting in a, in a basketball hoop or was it like a goal? I don't or was want the goal I, to murder. Man. I don't remember anything and about it. I, I think it point. was. I think it was like a mixture. Yeah. Of like basketball, but then you kind of played it like almost like lacrosse without the stick. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was a goal that you had to shoot it through. I don't honestly yeah. remember. I just remember the only reason that I watched it was because those dudes went hard. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, <clears throat> it was not. That Again, was awesome. it, it goes back to like the aesthetic. If something looks like it's oh yeah, <laughs> and that's how like, we intense tie it all and dope, then yeah. it's like it doesn't matter what if it's actually good or not, or you know what the you know the intricacies of it are. If something looks sweet, that's all that really matters. Yeah. You know, give them some <clears throat> jousts. Oh man, let's wheelchair jousting. jousting. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen that new like fighting thing that's been popping up where dudes like get all medieval like the MMA oh, yeah. and then yeah. fight yeah. in a cage yeah, yeah. seems very looks fucking awesome that looks reckless super dangerous <laughs> yeah yeah I'm real dangerous and it sounds i mean it, it makes a lot of sense that like basically every single one of those has happened in like russia yeah or oh, yeah. one of the states that's also technically russia surrounding russia <laughs> that isn't called Russia. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like <laughs> as soon as one person, like it, like one-on-one, if it's like five-on-five and each person just has a one opponent they're squaring up with, that's not that bad. But the moment it's like two-on-one and somebody's getting flanked with like a mace or yeah. a sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, be humble. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the one where this dude had a long sword, like a two-handed long sword, and smacked this dude like in the shoulder. Like it wasn't even anywhere like that you would think in your head like, oh, man, that's, that's going to really hurt. And just, like, took the dude right out. Just that's instantly. Crazy. Like, it, like, broke his clavicle through the armor. Like, oh, dislocated man. his shoulder, broke his clavicle. Like, he was done. <laughs> done. Like, tap out. It's like yeah. some, some dudes wanted to LARP, and they're like, nah, this shit's too, it's <laughs> it's too, too weak. weak. Yeah. <laughs> we need, we need yeah. more. What if we actually hit each other? Yeah. That's with why he real said swords. Real sword. It's yeah. Russia. Russia was, like, looking at the, you know, yeah, the, the U.S. LARP internet. They're like... This is pussy shit. <laughs> Got a bunch of vodka, and we're just like, all right. <laughs> yeah, Fucking it's Russian LARPing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'll dig it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, wrestling, like rings, were we talking? The greatest about thing oh, okay. I saw was like uh, Michael Jackson DDT moonwalk last night. Yeah, all oh, dude. Oh, I, I didn't watch that, but I saw that on Twitter. ESPN posted this what? video of like an, a Michael Jackson impersonator jumps in a like amateur wrestling ring gets this guy in a headlock moonwalks and then ddt's his ass <laughs> oh that's beautiful it, oh it's great it's fantastic it's it was poetry like in motion yeah but I, I would watch that in yeah. my head i could just hear smooth criminal going, dum, 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 <laughs> and just like as he drops him just going like <laughs> so uh what are you guys working on band wise right now anything well we have what two two songs written 
Um, yeah, it's a, four it's a, technically. Well, yeah. Gone. So we, <laughs> in terms of like full band, we're you know kind of taking the summer to write and try to piece something a little bit larger together. We we released two EPs so far, so our next release hopefully would be something a little bit more substantial. But um, <clears throat> we did just get done recording uh, an acoustic EP with Tommy Bailey, Riot City Studios, and Morgantown. Uh, so that's four songs. It's two songs that we had already recorded full band that we made acoustic, and then two uh, new songs that never been heard before, really. Yeah, at least in a forever strong capacity. Yeah. So, what do you like your writing process? How do you guys go about writing a song? Does like one person do Ryan? Do, like, do you just do you write the lyrics and then guitar, then bring it to the band, or do you just have like a guitar part you bring to the band and just kind of hash it out like that? Or um, I, I think we have a different couple different like kind of approaches. Sometimes I'll have a progression and lyrics and I'll be like, yo guys, I've, you know, I was working on this and then we'll try to layer stuff on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that way. And then other ways, um, me and Greg will just get together and kind of try to build from scratch. Mm-hmm. Cause I really, I like the collaborative process of, um, having absolutely nothing and like lyrics, chord progression leads, everything like that rhythm, just coming together from the ground up. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of the time I, I there, I will have like some sort of yeah. a progression or idea yeah. and we try to build on that. Just build on that. The um, last two have been like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2016, when we wrote that, that literally was just yeah. me dicking around. Like mm-hmm. we were just like in between practicing the set or something and I was just sitting yeah. on my guitar just going, bam, 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 and then we just kind of found the right spot where it sounded and we went with that. Yeah, 2016 was definitely the most collaborative uh, song that we had written. Yeah, because then I sent him lyrics to a song that I had written, God only knows how before that, and then he took pieces of it with something that he wrote and then it was just kind of yeah, just do it together. about how the year sucked because it did. Yeah, it's a Frankenstein yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Makes sense. <clears throat> so uh have you ever like, you know, been working on something solo, got like pretty hard into it, had like a decent amount of it built out, and you were like, Oh man, this sounds pretty good and then taking it to the to the guys and they've been like, Yeah, dude, this Lone Ranger kind of sucks. Like um, you ever had that happen? <laughs> Me somewhat. I mean, I guess there there have been so- there are songs that I'll start writing and I'll get into writing writing them and I'll be like this doesn't necessarily sound like a forever strong song. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like okay alone. Yeah. I brought that and we were like, it's really good, but it might not be, um, you know, good for like a full band. Right. And we did that on the acoustic EP. Um, and then uh, yeah, like Lone Ranger, it was a little bit strange. Um, they, they're, they never really totally shut down anything, you know, luckily, mm. but yeah, <clears throat> not yet. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely stuff that we've kind of shelved. We're like, it's good but not quite like let's let's work on something else like but that might just be them being too passive to be like yo ryan Mm -hmm. this sucks don't 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 speak of this ever again (laughs) leave the house right yeah with uh with us we'd like if if something sucks like well i write everything pretty much so they won't ever tell me Mm. (laughs) they just like kind of half-ass playing it until it's you know to the point where I'm like, okay, this song kind of sucks. So we'll just not play it. And then they're like, sweet. Not to play it anyway. <laughs> good, because so, we didn't like it anyway. Yeah. So, and there's sometimes where I'll write a song I think it's really good, then we'll play it. And I'm like, fuck this song. We're never playing it again. Then they get mad because they always like it. So I yeah, feel like but, that's us with best friends. Yeah. We, we, we all love best friends, but Jenna's not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very poppy, very upbeat, but um, he hates playing it. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. one of our like more fun. Like, I love that's the like the jump, jump, jump song for yeah. me. Like, 
but Jonah just it's it's, it's very like pop 101 but oh, at the same yeah, time, yeah it's fun like, it, you could hear it on the radio and like oh yeah okay yeah yeah it's my, my goal I, I really want to pull like um a paramour with ignorance where like mm-hmm. Haley Williams said that like when like she went into band practice one time and they start making the song or she showed them these lyrics and she was singing them and like in the middle of it they said wait are these lyrics about us she was like yeah <laughs> I want something like that, you know. I just want yeah. to come into practice and and have them be like, "What the hell are these lyrics?" I'll be like, "It's about you guys, <laughs> you assholes." <laughs> it's literally just you like mouth farting into a microphone for thirty <laughs> <Yeah>. seconds. You're <laughs> expressionist about my inward feelings. <laughs> so you started out with metal. What about you? What did you do before? I started out with what. I first started off like I was always singing, whether it was like I used to print off tons of lyric sheets offline when I was like in m- middle school. God, I'm mm-hmm. glad I'm not the only person that did that. Yeah. I, had, oh, I had stacks. I think every oh, all, yeah. yeah. Like, so I would just be in my room singing like anything from Simple Plan to Shania Twain. Oh, man. And then, I'm glad you started with Simple Plan because that's Warped like. Tour. Oh, that. Yeah. Dude. Every yeah. Year, every year, no kid. <laughs> I, I sang that like, with a lyric sheet in my WI, like middle school gymnasium with a friend of mine just like before school started one day oh that's great that's it sucks people won't do that now because it's everything's on like phones and stuff yeah so they can just bring up but there's just something so nice and you can physically feel the paper you yeah know? so i started off with that and then i did like a ton of acoustic stuff i would always just be playing acoustic guitar or piano mm-hmm. just so i could sing because i realized like singing along with backtracks and singing karaoke at talent shows isn't cool, mm-hmm. but playing with a guitar is a lot cooler. A lot cooler. Yeah. So I did that. <laughs> and then I kind of did more kind of like punk rock. Like my first band covered like Switchfoot and like Lonely Day by System Love of a Down. So we, you know, it's, I've always been like the spoke canvases, kind of like my guiding principle of a band where like that's the type of music that I want to make. Kind of like very, very, it's rock, but there is kind of some grittiness to it, mm-hmm. but there's also. You know, some very catchiness, you know, melody to it as well. Yeah. It's um, like emo pop punk rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just kind of a merging of multiple things. Conglomeration. Yeah. Of sorts. It's a very <clears throat> hodgepodge of different things. So it's really cool with Forever Strong now because Greg came from very metal, very hardcore. Um, I was very sort of like rock, punk rock. Um Jonah was super into like the post hardcore, um, you know, breakdowns. And Ludwig was very kind of all, all over the place with funk and all sorts of different pop and pop rock. So, you know, it was, we've kind of taken all those different components and, and combined them with uh, Forever Strong. I think that's what makes a lot of cool now because we both really like the Menzingers and I think we both kind of want that sound that they have but we also still want like our rock aggressiveness mm-hmm. to all of that yeah it's it's definitely like a task to to try to combine all these different genres to make something that's not too um, out there you know like we want to have a uniform sound where people mm-hmm. can be like yo that's forever strong and not be yeah. like oh they have a pop song they have a heavy song we want to have a sound that is something sort of uniform mm-hmm. just um, flows from start to finish that you know yeah it all sounds like the same band but it's like you know different enough 
every song that like a, not every song sounds the same. You just want every song to be kind of similar right. in that feel. Like yeah, Rage like, Against yeah. the Machine. Yeah. Yeah, super like, like even when they weren't Rage anymore, when they were Audio Slave, yeah. you you will never hear a song with that those band members that you're not instantly just like, oh shit, that's rage. Yeah. Right. Like that's rage right there. And yeah, like and they combine multiple elements, mm-hmm. but yeah. to create something that is very themselves. And it doesn't sound like they're like I love 21 Pilots a lot. Um, but some of their albums, they do have songs that are all over the place and that somehow works for them where they'll have super upbeat, you know, ukulele pop. They'll have more like electronic weird trap synthesizer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but with us it's just trying to be like, all right, well we want something that's heavy. But it has to have good melody. It has to be rhythmic. You know, it has to be complex, but not too complex. Like, we're n- none of us are like, you know, Mozart over yeah, here. Yeah. <clears throat> so, do you have actually you, like write the music? Like, actually tab it out or write it down? Nothing like that? No, nah, no. Nah, we you just, just, just kind of go with really it. Really just kind of bullshit it. Hopefully, you know? we remember it. And if not, then fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll find something better. I had the bright idea, which you know, I still don't know if it was a bright idea or not. Um, where we had like a couple practices where I was like, let's just write a ton of stuff, mm-hmm. let's just jam and create a bunch of really cool songs. Oh, yeah, and but I don't want to record any of it. This is just to get our creative juices, juices flowing. flowing together. Yeah. So even if we write something awesome, I don't want to remember it because, like, let's delete it, let's erase it. And then just we'll have to write it again, like yeah, challenge see if you like yeah. organically come back to that. Yeah. And we wrote some really cool oh, stuff. Oh man! And I, but I, I was like, I don't want to record any of it. You know, mm-hmm. kind of. I, I like, wish we remembered the one we oh, that yeah. we had like a very movement esque song like just jam written and it was so good. But I forgot it. I don't remember any of it. Yeah, I mean, I think I remember hearing one time about like somebody was in an anger management, and they would make you, they would have tons of blocks and like. I want you to build something with these blocks. And so they'd build up this big structure. It took a lot of time and patience and being like real meticulous with it. And once they build it, they're like, okay, now knock it down. Or, or the mm-hmm. person would knock it down. And I guess then it was to see if the person would get pissed off. But I like the idea of like, yeah. like the Pierce the Veil lyric, like, can we create something beautiful and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Like, I just like that. I like the idea of you can create something awesome. But the point of it is just knowing that you created it and not necessarily that you have it because you can create it again, you know. You can create yeah. something like that. It's it was more about the process, but so yeah, we did that for a couple of practices and mm-hmm. like pretty much everybody was like, We should like record this stuff. And I was yeah. like, No man, yep. <laughs> let's just like let it, you know, trying to be all kind of mm-hmm. all hippie and whatnot. And I was like, Well that's you hear a lot of like uh, you know, bigger bands like once they finally made it like big time, mm-hmm. you know, they'll you, you always hear them talking about how like they just kind of lose it. Like mm-hmm. they lose the mojo because it's like literally everything they're doing is just like, you know, how can we monetize this? Yeah. Basically. Right. And they lose the drive to just make music that people like. Right. A lot of that has to do with labels too. Yeah. You know, they just how they will pull you in and be like pressuring you. Like, you know, we we sign you, uh, we want to release an album. We need thirty five songs. And then they pick from those thirty five. The label does, not you. Mm-hmm. Of what songs they want, mm-hmm. and not all of your songs are going to make it. And a lot of the times, you'll write a shitty little pop song that they're like, "That's it, that's your radio hit," and you're like, "That's not even us." Yeah. Who so was bands it? Get like stuck in that style because they can't get out of that contract. And a lot of bands back in the you know the the screamo bands and stuff like Silverstein, all those that were signed to Victory, got stuck in that, oh, and they didn't. Yeah. They hated how everything was going and how they had to like 
write a certain style that changed who they were as a band and they got out of it and they were still paying it off 10 years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paying off that contract because they're just shit out of luck. And that's, you know, I think that's absolute bullshit. Uh, it kills the, it kills everything. Like, you know, you sign a band, like don't make them change their style. There's obviously something about them. Don't sign them for the talent. If you wanted that, then just form your own band. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want their music, use their music. Don't like yeah. make them change who they are because you want to make money. Yeah. It's, but it pisses me off. I, <laughs> I think that's something like nowadays people don't feel like they don't have to be as gung ho about a label because like the technology to record, the technology oh, yeah. to promote. Mm-hmm. Has how many, all been, how many people have we seen like in the past five years who have made careers out of just posting really good shit to YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That band that yeah. just came through, uh, one, two, three, like rest repose or whatever. That oh, Jared yeah. Dines guy, like yeah. dude, his, He's nuts. I have no idea who that kid is, but I just know that he's like big on YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah a bunch of his videos on YouTube. Like, yeah, his giant what like twenty some string guitars. Yeah, like shit. Does, does he actually play that, or was that, he played it in a video? But he he yeah. can like play you know the bottom like eight or nine strings, and then he can like jump up top and play like the top like four wow. or five. It's retarded. Yeah, there's no point dumb. in it. But he just did it because fuck it, why not? And his and it know, got a bunch of money. views. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's the thing. It's like the the landscape has changed mm-hmm. a whole bunch, you know, in a lot of ways. Some for better, some for worse. Like it's weird going back. You said, you know, like people just don't feel the urge to come out to shows like that naturally. Like, oh, yeah, let's just go hang out at, at yeah. the show. And that sucks. But also like nowadays, before you cannot like I – in my first band, we paid a lot of money to go record places. Oh yeah, and they gave us like <clears throat> worse quality recordings than we than could get now, yourself. like in Clarksburg. Yeah, you know. Yep. So yeah, I remember, yeah, the first EP that, or the first song I'd ever recorded was Blues Alley, and it was like you listen to it and listen to like bass. I could sit down in my room and program drums and just do everything myself, and it sounds ten times better. Yeah. Then that was two thousand. Four, two thousand three. So just like the progression of everything and like the ease, like accessibility of it makes it nice for bands, but at the same time, then you've got, you know, people wanting to still charge you like, you know, a thousand dollars a song to record. It's like, well, I can get, you know, it's not gonna be great quality, but I can do it myself, or do I pay out that kind of money? Yeah. You know, it's it's tough. That's where we've it's been trying to decide that. And also where to record. Yeah, there's yeah, that's the no. That's the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big balancing act of like, how much mm-hmm. do I want to pay? Like, you could get a good a good product for you could get a good product for decent rate, or you could get like a really great product. But then that's also going to be like, like, is it worth all the extra money just yeah. to get? It's you know like the the increase in quality might be ten percent, but the increase of how much it costs is like fifty percent. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. so it's not really proportionate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Like it, how it, much can you make off of this? Like, and the thing that sucks is people don't buy music a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. Like people can just go online and download Spotify. it. That's the nice thing about being a local band. Like they can't really do that unless it's out there. Like, you know, you can still find it and like rip it from iTunes and shit like that. But, you know, still trying to sell your album at a show. It's, it's just, people just don't buy it anymore. Yeah. Like even if somebody's buying merch, they're not going to buy your album. They don't want a CD. I've thrown so the CDs like, with pretty much anything now. I just throw it like here. You bought a shirt. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. Just get your music out there. I mean, like you know, flash drives, stuff like that are mm-hmm. nice. Hand out. You know. Yeah, but like, even well, that, honestly, that's another though, step. Though, like that's that still a physical to, thing. Yeah. I that's mean, true. In, in, unless you were to go out and buy like an economy car, you know, like a Ford Fiesta, like you go to a car lot and look at. <laughs> 
new, like brand new cars, most brand new cars don't even have CD players in them anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all like, you know, auxiliary so, input or Bluetooth. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, I don't own a home stereo anymore. I yeah. can yeah. put it in my laptop, but that's yeah. it, you know. I know one thing. If somebody hands me a flash drive at a music show, I ain't putting it in I'm my not computer. putting yeah. that in my computer. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, you might. I yeah. do not FBI care. FBI at your door in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, but, shit, I but, gave them the wrong one. Yeah. Oh. Another, another thing that's really cool no. is, like, the, the download cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people I can, you know, that. They're, what, What's they're, missing to that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're nice. Like, I mean, they're you can hand them out. You can sell them, you know. Yeah. But a lot of people, like, my... Whenever I was in Darling Waste, we had them. We couldn't sell them because it was just a card. Had the full album on it, plus extra stuff because it's on the card. But we couldn't sell them for you know the the three or four or five dollars we were trying to sell them for. But the physical album was like ten. People weren't buying it because it's a card. They might right. lose it. You know, they don't want to have to go home, go to iTunes, put that code in, download it. You know, it's just no matter what you do as a band right now, it's like. Everything's so easily accessible that people don't want to take, like you said, there's there's another step to it, like a flash drive or putting a CD into a computer and ripping it to it, you know, that people just don't want to do it. No. Yeah. The, and it's the, tough. The one time I actually UFF. had to do that was um because again, like downloading music, when you can stream everything, why yeah. does it matter? But there was instead of sleeping, has oh, that song I love that band. two chords. Yeah. And I have that. It's not on Anything. Spotify. The only way to get it was you had to buy their like download card. So uh, I bought their download card and then I lost like the code. So I actually didn't get the thing. But like yeah. I would look up on YouTube and listen to two chords all the time because I love that song yeah. so much. And so like, but, but still that's that a lot, you know, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to download music, you know, just the way yeah. that it is now. Mm-hmm. It's more about just presenting your music and getting it out there yeah. more so than trying to profit off of it. Yeah. That's why, like, I don't. And even, even, you know, presenting it at a show, it's still hard to you, getting people to go to shows, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, people like Facebook's the best form of promotion. I think it's I think it's bullshit because every day I get about 50 invites to stuff like I don't look at all that. So if I've got, you know, 2000 friends on Facebook, I'm not going to look at all those invites. I don't know which I don't go to shows in Morgantown because I don't pay attention to what's in Morgantown. It's not because I don't want to. I just don't know about it because I don't I've got so much stuff in my feed. It's like I don't see it. Yeah, there's no and there's no personal connection with that. Like, like if, if, if like, say, say like Ryan, you approach me, like you have a show like in a week or two, you're like, Hey, come out to the show. I'd probably go because I know about it, you know, mm-hmm. but if I, I'm not going to find out about it on Facebook cause there's so much crap in my feed. I don't look through it, you know? Mm-hmm. So there really needs, that's what sucks about the MySpace days being gone. Oh, it was so, fuck. it seemed like it was so much easier to get people and get closer to people as a band through that. And nobody's really cracked that for where we are now as you know a society and it we get it daniel you're old yeah i am old <laughs> i left my life alert at home <laughs> we understand but yeah some somebody needs to like crack that and like figure that out how to kind of bring it back as a community and not as you know these bands trying to like force their way into people's faces you know yeah so sorry i got on that tangent so <laughs> that's what we're here for yeah it's getting on tangents but no i mean i I see that because, like, I, you know, even bands that, like, I'm actually super interested in, um, like, there's this one local band that I was super, like, stoked about, bought their CD and everything, listened to them all the time, loved them. And I kept trying to follow them, like, on Facebook, couldn't get any updates about them, like, kept trying to find their page. Like, I bought their Bandcamp shit so that I could I could download their music on Bandcamp. And, uh, and then I ran into one of them at 123 last time I was there. And, like, they're not even together anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. <clears throat> 
Because, like, I just, there was no way of following what was happening with them. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, it's. But, I mean, the nice thing about, like, you were saying with MySpace was, like, one of the nicest things about MySpace was how limited it was. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there were only so many things that you could do on there. Whereas now, like, you know, you try to, you try to social network through Facebook. Mm -hmm. Dude, Facebook can do so much shit that like anytime somebody gets on there, it's just an overwhelming amount of information. Yeah. Like and and the likelihood that they're gonna notice, you know, your band's advertisement, mm-hmm. slim to none. Yeah. And it's set up to where like as a band or a page, you have to pay you can, money. Yeah, you can have yeah. ten thousand people like your page. Whenever you post, only like ten percent of those people it'll actually reach. Yeah. You have to pay to push it to all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's that you just can't do that as a band. If you're doing yeah. that and then paying for recording and paying for merch and, you know, getting to these gigs, paying for gas, everything, like, in West Virginia where it's one, like, the lowest, you know, uh, minimum wage right. in, in the country, as a band, you know, you just, it's just almost impossible. Yeah. You know, so. you know it's crazy. We're doing, the people do the same stuff nowadays as they would Back in MySpace, like in MySpace, if a band messaged me, it was like, hey, hey, I'm Joe from this band, mm-hmm. like check out my tunes, I'd be like, hell yeah, and then I'd listen to it and I would fall in love with them. Nowadays, I feel like there's such like a negative connotation. Like if yeah, some dude a- messages me on Twitter and he's like, hey man, check out my band, I'm like, get the hell out of here. No, yeah, like, like, wait, wait, why are you coming up on me? Like, why yeah. are you? But yep. so we're doing the same exact thing that we did during the MySpace days, mm-hmm. except in the MySpace days, we were so stoked for it. Yeah. Like you would legitimately had like in my old bands in high school, there would be people from totally different States and countries that would like comment on all of our stuff. Like, Oh my God, I like oh, this yeah. song. I like this song. It's, I just feel like <laughs> for some reason that doesn't, you know, it doesn't work now. Like if, yeah. if you get so much as an invite to like somebody's band and you don't know that person. Yeah, they get pissed off and will like delete you as a friend. Oh, no yeah. idea. <laughs> you know? I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, back then that was still kind of like a cutting edge way to advertise. And sure. it was a way to advertise yeah. where you didn't have to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, as if you put in the hard work and you went out there and you, uh, you know, created the page and reached out and networked with people, you got, you know, it paid back in dividends. Whereas now it's like, that's just kind of expected of you. Yeah. Like you should have a Facebook page. Yeah. You should message people. You should advertise your show. So where before, you know, like if somebody was reaching out to you, it's like, oh, shit, this is dope. Like, who are these guys? I'm going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, you know, you go to your spam folder in your Facebook Messenger, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like hundreds of messages. Like, hey, I'm so and so. I'm a Kenyan, and paste Kenyan prince. Numbers, so I want to give yeah. you a million dollars. Like, you know, just all kinds yeah. of shit in there. So it just it dilutes the effectiveness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing how that is never true. I've talked to so many different Nigerian princes, right? Yeah, given yeah. them my bank account info, and it's never they yeah, never it, send it, it the never money. increases tenfold like they say. Yeah, yeah. No. sometimes yeah. it decreases yeah. tenfold. But <laughs> yeah. strangest thing. It's very upsetting. It's like people yeah. are dishonest on the internet or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's probably another reason why it doesn't work as well. Because back whenever like everybody was using MySpace, yeah. everybody like, a lot of people really didn't understand the internet as well back then, yeah. I think. And they were just like, nothing bad can happen on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, you know, I think everybody has a pretty good understanding of like strangers on the internet are still yeah. strangers. Like, yep. like we're all cynics now too. Yeah. Um, like before it was just this new like innocent fun thing. Like, oh, this strange person wants to talk to me they must yeah. really want to this be is my totally friend. harmless what's yeah. the worst thing that could happen but hey that benefited the bands too so oh, much yeah, you know, yeah. now yep. now we're like everybody has like ulterior motives hidden agendas yeah. you know we can't 
talk to anybody because it's like, no, what do you want in return? Yeah, it's like, that god yeah, exactly. damn Craigslist killer. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> as as a, as a as a guy, I can't like you know message you know slide into people's DMs like that as a band because every female is gonna think that you know I'm wanting like, trying to hit. Hey, on I'm it. in a band. It's like not about like hey, check out my music. It's like that what god they think damn. now because of so how saying everybody to make is. a fake band page to hit on <laughs> to hit women. On, no, no, it's not. <laughs> That's what you're saying. No, it's just like everybody out there is like constantly like hitting up girls for you know like whatever like nudes, just being fucking creeps. So like as a somebody in a band, especially a 32 year old dude, you know I'm. I can't do that because God, that hurt me they're, hearing you say that. They're not going, <laughs> they're not gonna think that it's me really wanting them to check my band out. It's mm-hmm. gonna be more like, hey, I'm in a band. You should, you know, hop on this dick. So it's that's not, not you know, it's not front about, porch step, man. Yeah. That's what he did, you know. That's all those guys in those bands that did that. Then they fucking ruin it for See, you know, people that are actually genuinely just like, Hey, no, please check my band out. Like I yeah. do not want to hit mm-hmm. you up. I'm just I need fans. Yeah. And like yeah. It's like I gotta pay a phone bill. Please, yeah. <laughs> Please, <laughs> rent's coming up soon. Yep. Buy some merch. Literally, just donate money. Yeah, yeah just give us money. Just go, just go fund me for keeping <clears throat> my band alive. Yeah, really, that kind of ruined stuff. everything too. Fuck all that. <laughs> oh, dude, the, the GoFundMe craze. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I get it. Like I, I, you know, it, it does good things. I've donated to bands. I've donated to friends. But like, mm-hmm. I think that. That oversaturated fucking everything. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I don't know, not to be that guy, but like back in the day, you did shit on your own. You yeah. saved your money or yeah. you sat in a van for weeks on end mm-hmm. on tour, didn't shower, barely brushed your teeth. Like that was how you did it. Like, of course, now you got Airbnb, which is dope. So you can stay pretty much anywhere. And that's a plus. But like now you got bands like GoFundMe for our tour. Like, I get like, yeah, you want to do what you're doing, but like, if you can't do it, it's the same way. Like, just don't. Yeah. Either I mean, that or save up. I don't mm-hmm. fault anybody for doing that no, because no. I think it's it's a good resource. And if like, if people want to donate, like that's yeah. that's dope. But it is definitely like, I don't know, it, it, it increases obligation. Maybe mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. Well, I think the problem is that you know, if it was like, hey, go fund me so that we can go on tour, and then you know, you're sleeping in the van. And you know, eating McDoubles and shit, then that's one thing. But like, if you if you get a GoFundMe fundraiser going and you raise up like a couple grand to go on tour, and then you're staying at like yeah, Yeah. like four star hotels and eating steak and lobster, it's like, dude, fuck off. Yeah, Yeah. it's like those bands really need to get out there and just hash it out. Like touring, like I remember sit outside of Chicago, like right outside the city Mm -hmm. at a at a rest stop, uh, pulled out sleeping bag. Yep. And got on top of the van and slept on top of the van. Oh, I slept like, on the yeah. ground. Yeah. The just first, anywhere uh, you can find to sleep, like you just do it. You know, that's that's why I, I enjoy touring for that. Like one you get it's oh, basically yeah. like I get to go to these places and play shows, it's cool, but yeah. I also get to travel. Like it's awesome. I get it's to like be on urban the camping. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it, first it's, one. It's gonna be a lot more memorable to Stay even in a shitty like sleeping situation, but you're gonna remember that. Oh, yeah. You're not gonna remember like, oh man, remember that time we stayed in a motel that, six? Yeah. The beds look exactly the same <laughs> yeah. as when I went, you know. On to vacation her. with my parents when I was twelve, yeah. you know, like, but we're not gonna forget the time that Greg, the first night of our was it? second tour, second tour, we he left Bent yeah. Willie's, and uh, that night Daniel's boss was at, like, they were having a party because Daniel works at a uh, main stage. He's like security and sound there, and th- he was like, "Yeah, anything you guys want, put it on my tab." Which I mean, it's just like an open invitation for me so, to get completely yeah. trashed. <laughs> yeah. And so we were at Bent Willie's, and uh, we were just down in buckets. 
Well, I was down in buckets. Daniel couldn't drive or drink and drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was down in buckets and Jonah had like one. And then we went and picked Ryan up from work uh, and we left. And I don't remember. I like passed out, I think, in the car. But we stopped in London, Ohio. Or yeah, it was something weird like that at mm-hmm. a rest stop. They all got in their Enos and were like in a hammock and I slept on the grass in a sleeping bag. Yeah. This was preceded by chugging oh, I a third NyQuil. of a bottle of NyQuil because he's like, I have a cold. Let me chug a copious <laughs> amount of NyQuil mm-hmm. to help me sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so help me out here. What's off. an Eno? Should I know like, what that is? It's like, like a, a hammock. portable hammock. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the nice all the kids thing. are doing it now. It's the cool thing to do. We, we were doing it before it was cool. You know? It's not true. We jumped right into the middle of it, bro. I don't know. I got mine at I mean, Walmart for like real a cheap. Lot of- a lot of snaps or something from you guys, you and Evan Volnak and yeah. Evan just chilling in hammocks for days. We got, yeah, we got <laughs> we got Alex to concede uh, to conform and buy one, but yeah, I slept on the ground and I was so Nyquil high it was ridiculous. It was the best. Though. It was, it was not your... the best when we tried to wake you up in the morning and you <laughs> you weren't having it. I, I don't and, remember. I mean, he's in a sleeping bag. You could just pick the sleeping bag. Up oh yeah. Well, we thought. Yeah, we thought about just throwing him in the bed of the truck and getting back on the interstate <laughs> yeah. and having him wake up. You like, know, just, while we're trucking it, I'd, I'd have been okay with it. Nah, mm-hmm. I'd have been alright with it. Well, I, I slept with a uh, bottle of water in my bag, and I remember my reasoning was because I wanted it to dehumidify me. Because <laughs> you know he. Science. I'm trying to think of a way that that could make sense to me. Yeah, I know. That's what NyQuil, that's what that that's what went through your. Through that's your what my Nyquil induced coma did to me. Was I'm gonna put this water bottle in here so that when I zip this all the way up, I don't suffocate because it'll you know, like dehumidify and I can. Fine. On a deeper level, it was just like you know when a you take a puppy or a kitten from like its mom. Mm-hmm. Or dad, mm-hmm. or whatever, and you give them a warm water bottle to sleep with at night, so they don't feel as lonely. They have this warm water b- mm-hmm. water bottle. Maybe that. Why you, know, you just sleep with yeah, him? Might have been. You haven't heard of that? Why wouldn't you just sleep with him? He was in a hammock. He was. They got cold. No, no, no. I, no, 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 no. Not like you. Not no, like you no, sleep with. No. <laughs> no. I don't know. Like I guess. Like if. No, you know, like the cat. Like if you. If I took. If I. I mean. All no. my cat sleeps with. If me. I. If I took a cat or dog from its mom, like I'm sleeping with it i, I mean maybe if you wanted to like you know mouth. like try to cage train it i don't know anything about animals but that's the thing that's totally the thing and jed sleeps with five dogs every night and his wife so well four now four. because i stole one yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's the more fun and reasonable approach to it but but yeah i mean i don't know maybe greg was just lonely and needed a water bottle to keep him company i don't remember nyquil had me fucked up man <laughs> It's true. I was. I think I kept that bottle of Nyquil for like the rest of the tour too. And like any time I was having trouble sleeping, I was just like, "Oh, I'm going to How bed." How big now. was this bottle of Nyquil? It was a. It's like the economy. It's like, like a gallon, gallon jug. I wish. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was just like the you know yeah like you know the nice value this economy plot twist. It was actually just grape Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was actually purple drink. Yeah. See that? It was yeah. It was like the purple syrup before like. Instead of grape soda, it's just it was the it was syrup, the syrup before the, yeah. it you know gets yeah. mixed with that. Yeah. <laughs> God, that sounds awful. Mm, snow cones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. I don't think I'd want that in my life. Uh, Greg seemed to have a great time with it. Yeah, so is, it is that the, the craziest thing that's happened to you guys oh on God. the road? Or no, I don't even know. No, we'd have to Please. think, and then we'd have to probably not talk about the 
first or second. You can't talk thing. about. It. <laughs> you can't talk. I mean, that's fair. You gotta see. vet your answer. What's, what's like okay? The, the third. What, what, whatever you can talk about. Well, I, I don't know about crazies, but most fun definitely had to have been Cedar, Cedar Point. Point. Cedar Point. Oh, dude, Cedar Point. Is we went shit. to Cedar Point. Our the first like little run we did. It was like um, a week long run. Yeah, we had. Did you guys go fund me to get your tickets? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, we just decided to you know not make any money and have to pay a bunch out of pocket. But hey, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it was um, great. It was a good time. Yeah. There was no one at any of the shows. Literally, no one. Like, it, it, I love promoters. Yeah. Like, actually, oh, no, no, it wasn't even right promoters. It was it was our own tour, but yeah. neither here nor there. It's fine. Um, but yeah. our one like one of our days off, we decided to go to Cedar Point. And just happened to be like beautiful weather, not too hot, real sunny. And it also just happened to be the one weekend of the summer where they had a craft beer festival. And barbecue. And barbecue. Oh, it's like oh perfect God. for you guys. Yeah. And it's like, like it's amazing. You, you pay like 30 some bucks and you get like 12 drink now. tickets. And those 12 drink tickets, a beer is like two tickets. So you could have six drinks for like 30 bucks, which is a great value at a, at a, at a theme oh, park. A, theme oh, yeah. park. Oh, yeah. a craft beer too. So we bought yeah, a like couple. Imperial IPAs. Like, uh, yeah. So we bought, we did that a couple times. A couple of different strands of tickets. Yeah, I think we did two strands of tickets, and we like did the math, and it only cost us like a total of like I think fifty, sixty bucks. And we drank a lot of beer for that. Oh, we were done. I'm I'm talking like we rode the Millennium or the, not Millennium the, the, Magnum, the Magnum XL. XL. Oh my god, we rode that like six times. <laughs> fucking trash. By the third time, we were screaming post Malone. Congratulations. <laughs> you you would you would think that being drunk on a roller coaster would be miserable. Awful. I felt no. it was awesome. Your your senses are heightened, so it seems like you're going higher. It seems you're like faster. you're going faster. Everything mm. is just more. We were screaming so much. It was awesome. Pure, unadulterated joy. Oh, and then we had to sleep in the fucking parking lot for an hour because Daniel drank too many fucking IPAs. Even though true. it was like four hours, four hours after he drank the last we Imperial like, IPA. Let's just stay. We were like, yeah. And he like had to do his uh, little thing in the car and it came back negative. So <laughs> we all passed out in the car <laughs> for like an hour. Then we got lost on the back roads of Ohio because fucking navigation maps suck on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yep. every single one of them, <laughs> fucking awful. The like, what is it like the the toll road or like the yeah? It was whatever. taking us like the service road of the toll road for like service vehicles. Like it wouldn't, and we couldn't get through there because there's you have to have a passcode. We were yeah. just trying to get to like a plaza, and we like it took us like up to this gate where I just felt like you know the boy in the striped pajamas like up against <laughs> the fence like just <laughs> yeah, let God. me yeah just let me through please. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the the most uh, ridiculous thing that happened to us would have been, um, let's see. Oh, we were outside of Chicago. Uh, we had played outside of Wrigley Field uh, at the Cubby Bear, and we were loading up the trailer first night. And, uh, you know, we're all just, like, sitting out there having fun, and all of a sudden you just hear, pow, pow, pow. I went, nope. <laughs> let's get <laughs> the fuck out of here. Jonah said, <laughs> Were those fireworks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, Ooh, no, sparklers. No, we should go now. Yeah. Yeah, we need to leave. Yeah, that's immediately. I've only ever they have s- Roman candles. I've <laughs> only ever stayed in Chicago once and we had to keep like rotation on the van. Yeah, we were we didn't we tried to avoid that. Yeah, you don't want to stay yeah. in Chicago or Detroit mm-hmm. ever. Not yeah. not inner city. We where did we stay? Saskatchewan or whatever it was? No, um that would be Canada. No, it was it was, it was <laughs> in between it was <laughs> Detroit. Um it was like the fourth, what, fourth crime? Sa- oh, S- Saginaw? Saginaw, that's what it was. Saginaw, on our way to, actually, this might be the, the craziest story. The show after uh, the Allen Park show, we got to play um, in Kalkaska, Michigan. Oh, the at trout the 82nd festival. annual 
National Trout Festival. Yeah. Which is an actual thing. Yep. Uh, Kalkaska is like two miles wide. But it's they have amazing. thousands of people come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've been having like punk and metal bands play at this festival for like the past decade. Troutzilla Fest. Troutzilla. Troutzilla. What yeah. an amazing night. Dude, and the promoters <laughs> were the dopest. Like Ryan stayed in that night, but me, Daniel, and Jonah walked because it was such a like a small area mm-hmm. and God bless Kalkaska, Michigan. They had lit up pathways from the hotel that we stayed at to the bars. Oh, so shit. we walked so just- like this illuminated path <laughs> up until Main Street, carried on until we met up with the promoter and his wife because mm-hmm. he was DJing a set at a bar. Mm-hmm. Sat there for a while, had a couple drinks with the people. Next thing you know, they're like, hey, we're going to another bar. It's on the way back to the hotel. You want to come with us? We go down to the next bar. They're like posting about us on their Facebook, telling us like how awesome it is to hang out with us. And I'm drinking, uh, it was the badass lager, the Kid Rock beer. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was on special for two bucks that night. And next thing you know, we're, we're sitting at the table talking with like a bunch of people there. And this guy's like, so where are you guys from? And we're like, yeah, we're from Morgantown, West Virginia. And he goes, oh, I'm from Bluefield. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> are you, what? He's like, yeah, you know, I got family out here, so I moved out here. And I was just like, that's so strange. Why would someone from Bluefield be in the, like, Kalkaska, yeah. Michigan? It's like the yeah. smallest place. Like, <clears throat> amazing literal, place. Yeah, mm-hmm. amazing, but small. But I was just like, huh. So we just, like, bullshitted about uh, WV for a while. Yeah, so, you know, Van's Warp Tour might be disappearing full country, but you best believe Troutzilla's going to be there next Troutzilla year. Troutzilla <laughs> will be there. Make yeah. your way to Kalkaska. So at what point in the night did you hunt trout? Oh, I hunted it uh, on the way back, on the way to the other bar. I took a picture in yeah, front th- of There was a, a giant table. stone trout. <laughs> there was a big, yeah. gigantic trout statue, and I'm just like, oh, dude, I got to get a it picture. It was your Facebook, and it, well, didn't it say, like, thick boy? Thick boy. Thick, thick boy. Thick. <laughs> it was a thick trout. C-H-I-C-C, baby. Yes. It's amazing. Dude, if you ever want to see a large group of people get mad really fast, buy the fast passes at Cedar Point. Oh, yeah, dude. I fucking hate that. I hate that shit, man. Oh, man. I've never gotten so many nasty looks in my entire life. I don't even... It's like, you know... It's like, dude, I paid $80 for this thing. you paid for it. I'm not getting a deal here. Yeah, no. You (laughs) slept away in line. I'm sorry that you're waiting in line longer than I am, but, like, it's not like I got this for free. Right. I mean, it's honestly smarter to do that because, like, you go to an amusement park to ride rides, not wait in fucking lines. Like, yeah, Yeah. if you're going to drop the hundred bucks to do it, then, like, all right, dumbass. We actually, we actually managed to, uh, in one day, we rode every single major roller coaster at least once. See? With the fast. That's like, fuck off for and and then we didn't even go back the next day because we were like, we already rode everything. Yeah. That's like, like, we rode the Magnum XL. 10 times because there was never a there was no line yeah, no, it's yeah. amazing because God. that's a good roller coaster it's a great roller coaster i would defend that roller. Is, is it shutting down or something or uh, is it getting closed down oh, i think it's getting upgraded maybe. okay upgraded. i was gonna say i'll fist fight is it, someone is it, you gonna, be a magnum, XL. Is it gonna be a magnum double xl now i don't fucking know yeah it's gonna be lubricated more than yeah the first yeah, yeah extra lubrication a <laughs> little bit bigger it's gonna have a so reservoir sponsored tip by now. Reservoir. yeah <laughs> Ribbed for her pleasure. Yeah, I was gonna ask yeah. if it was gonna be ribbed or not. That, I feel like so. that would that would make the roller coaster experience a lot more crazy. Just like imagine like a ribbed rail. I, I, that would it vibrate. Like, it yeah. vibrates more than like your C yeah. vibrate. So it stimulates everything for everybody. Like yeah. your prostate, you far know. more stimulation. Your, your balls would just be throbbing with pain yeah, the entire by the time. End, you're like, oh my god! <laughs> it's called the blue balls now. Everyone's so happy and upset. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I'm very conflicted. New ride. It's called the blue balls. <laughs> it's a good time, man. It's a good time. 
just make sure you go to the bathroom immediately after. <laughs> so if you guys ever like rolled up in a place that wasn't, you know, obviously like Chicago and Detroit, you kind of expect it to be Chicago and Detroit. But like you guys ever rolled up somewhere that you really didn't know anything about and like as soon as you realized that you were there, you were like, fuck, mm. this is so <clears throat> sketchy. Because I know I have. I mean, <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's been a few shows where... I have missed. Not really. I think the <laughs> nope. most that would be even remotely close to that would have been um, that house show. But it was only because we were just like rolling in through like downtown. What I feel like Cincinnati you have to or... think a house show. You kind of have to go into it was that, great right? like, with the mindset that like there. this what could be terrifying. Show? The yeah. one on uh, oh, Cleveland or Columbus. Yeah, well, that wasn't too bad. But he said that the house that we were playing and they got to buy for dirt cheap because somebody was murdered, murdered in there. it before. Yeah. Oh. So that was... I will say before we were a four piece, me and Jonah played a show in Indianapolis. Um, it show is a very loose term. I got a pee. It was a basement. Um, or no, it, it was like a garage with like no doors, and there was like a PA system that we had brought. It was like one of those all in one PA sp- systems, like one speaker. Yeah. Um, and there were people there that were like doing very like the suicide emo music where you just yeah. sing about how much you want to die yeah which like at a certain point it becomes less expressive and more mm. like whoa dude take a step back man yeah it's i but like, like that was definitely therapist the sketchiest <laughs> like i feel like there were so many probable drugs probably definitely being done yeah at that show me and jonah were like we need because actually we had a we had a house to stay at there mm-hmm. and but the dude was one of the dudes that was like singing like please come kill me here is my address i will want you i want you you know i want to help you kill me and then he's like hey guys you can stay at my house for free if you want and me and jonah <laughs> were like hmm. somebody might show up later and kill you yeah, like you i don't, don't want to have that on my conscience like you just on. condone <laughs> i don't want to be there i don't want to wake up house. to a yeah. murder in progress yeah. like like so we were like, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna dish out the money for a hotel. We're gonna bite the cost this night. But yeah. but that was probably the sketchiest. But yeah, I mean, other than that, a lot of our experiences, like you know, rolling up. Where, where do we play seven seven mile road? Or it's it's not Detroit. It's oh Warren, Michigan. Warren, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I mean, the surrounding areas. Like you know, we drove past a house that had like blood, like the gang. Yeah, the, like the, the like the, the gang bloods. signs, yeah, like yeah. Gang signs graffiti. We're like, this is a little different, you know. Mm-hmm. But. Shout out to Warren, Michigan, for having the greatest place on the face of the earth, mm. Dragon Mead Brewery. Dragon Mead Brewery is it's a meadery, just like the name says, and it's like amazing. It's shaped like like I mean, it's not shaped like a castle, but once you go inside, it's got like the old like medieval look to it. And mm-hmm. Great food, great mead, great beer, like pretty awesome place. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> the. The coolest thing about touring is just getting to experience different places and different things. And and if the shows are good, that's just like, that's a plus. That's a benefit, you know? (laughs) Like that last show we played in Indianapolis at the Hoosier Dome was Mm. like, no one was there except for Mm. the bands and their girlfriends. But like, for some reason, we made like $75 off our merch sales. Yeah, I mean, it was was really fun. Like, that's what, sometimes it doesn't necessarily Mm. matter if there's five people or, or 50 people, it's just, mm. there are certain nights that the energy is more fun. The promoters are good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he you was, know, the Papa bands Stone are awesome. Was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, uh, the first tour though, one of the best was the coolest venue we were at was the Burl, I think. In Lexington. In Lexington, Kentucky. Oh my gosh. It's like an old, it was an old train depot 
they turned into like a venue that's and like super dope. oh man it was so cool they let us stay in the green room and that's where the one of the worst stories of our tour happened but we won't go into that but it was so much it was so cool there but like no one was there but it was still like one of those like cool things where we like hammocked in the city we ended up going to this place called the Chevy Chase Inn, and it was the first yes. bar that opened in Lexington, Kentucky after Prohibition had ended. Wow! And really? it was wow. all dude, like days after. I think he said it was it was like two or three two, days, three after, days after Prohibition mm-hmm. ended. Did they, they have like up. the tunnels and stuff that you could go look at? He didn't. We didn't go anywhere near like the tunnels, but like he told us, like it was like one of the like that area there was like very notorious for that, and like yeah. The trap doors. Oh, dude, he poured us like a, he poured us, uh, Ryan and I like bourbon on the rocks right then and there. He's like, here you go. Like, this is like, you know, the bourbon capital, like, or like bourbon area. Like, oh man, it was so cool. Hmm. And like, just walking down this street, like everything was like, it, you just had that like, man, this is, this is sick. This place is awesome. The bourbon helped a lot. The bourbon did help (laughs) a lot. It's funny how that works. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, cause we, 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 it's not like we went to some cool, like local restaurant. We went to Cadoba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, like yeah. Chipotle. So like, I mean, the, the bar was amazing. The bar was amazing. And then after that, we were just on like, cloud nine. And yeah. then I, I don't know that Chipotle or Cadoba, whatever it was, it was pretty. It was. It was, it was heavenly. Where where in Indianapolis? What? Oh, oh my God! So my favorite, my favorite, personal favorite story of tour that tour, our first one was when we were in Indianapolis. We we were there like an extra day early, basically. Mm-hmm. One, our hotel was right outside of Lucas Oil Stadium. Like, I'm talking literally looked out the window, there was Lucas Oil. Like, we were in throwing distance. Um, we walked past the uh, the Indianapolis, uh, I think it's the Indians. Like, they're like the AAA team for the Pirates. That's the other AAA team there. Um, yeah. And um, that was cool. We saw that. And then uh, it was during game seven of the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. And I was a lone Penguin fan in the middle of this bar <laughs> called Brothers. And we had started watching Game 7. Two brothers. <laughs> and we had started watching Game 7 at this place called Hopcat. And once it went into the second, or I think it was like the second intermission, we walked down and found this bar. They were having Long Island pitchers for what, $5? I think if that, yeah. If that, wow. plus $1 uh, Jaeger bombs. So I would get a pitcher and a shot, a pitcher and a shot. And we're watching this. (laughs) I'm watching this game while everyone else is just hanging out. And it goes into double overtime. And Chris Kunitz gets the goal to to win the game. And I'm freaking losing my mind. I'm also super trash. Like, I'm, like, gone. I can't imagine why. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) But I had probably had four pitchers up until this point. And Daniel likes to challenge. Like, Daniel thinks he can outdrink me. And so I turned around and I have like my pitcher and he's like, what pitcher are you on? I was like, well, I'm on number four. He's like, fuck, I just got number three. I turn back to watch the game, turn back around. The pitcher is gone. He (laughs) chugged that pitcher. So of course he orders another one. And then we kind of finish that. And after the game's over, we go play pool. And for some reason, Daniel has this like luck with the ladies, man. And like these three girls come over and they're hitting on him and stuff. And, we're having a good time, and next- all three girls are collectively hitting on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was <laughs> Greg, Greg, me, and Jenna were like sitting with them all. Like, you guys are all. just like, hey guys. No, he's not even the good-looking one in the band either. That's weird. Yeah, Brian, I like women. Like the well, he had guy. his shirt off, I think, or something oh, like. No, he didn't. Did he? I doubt it. We were in a. Bar. I don't remember. I, mean, I was drunk as shit. After three no, pictures, I'd probably he, take he, my pants He had like off. a floral. Uh, he had his tank top on. That's right. So like you could see, he had like he's he's fit. Well, there's this guy across the bar. 
And I'm talking your stereotypical redneck. Like, I mean, red, black flannel, cut off sleeves, like spitting into a crushed Bud Light can. <laughs> this is offending to me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's sitting there and he's staring at Daniel, talking to these girls. Now, here's the kicker. The girls were black. And this guy is, I mean, staring daggers through Daniel. Mm-hmm. So far. I'm over here watching this dude like this guy's getting mad. And I'm like, this is going to be bad. I call my mom and I say, (laughs) mom, I'm going to jail tonight. You actually called your mom. (laughs) Yeah. I call my mom and I tell her I'm going to jail because I'm going to kick this dude's ass. And so Daniel and I are ready to fight. Well, it, it kind of diffused itself. His buddy came over like to, to the, the, the guy in the flannel and was like, listen, like you got to calm down. And like, then they kind of like took him away. And then that was that. But um, Why was he mad? I just think he might have been extremely racist. Like, oh, honestly, that's, that's the fair. only thing that I can think. Because, like, this guy was mad. Like, Ryan, like, remembers, like, this dude was, like, giving us all, like, and we didn't do anything. Like, we did not interact with this guy the entire night up until when those girls came over. Yeah. Da- Daniel was, like, super hmm. hip. Like, he was looking super hippie, you know. Yeah. So this just this hippie white dude. And then yeah, I mean, this guy was, like, just, you know, white knuckled. Yeah, he, um, he was not happy with something, but. But later that night is, but later is, is the, the night more is interesting the more, phone call. Yeah. Oh, wow. It goes up from here. Oh, dude. Oh, oh Up or okay. down, depending. It, depending on, on who ride. you ask. Yeah. yeah so let's go. also, Daniel is talking to this other girl that he he disappears. Like, that's I wasn't what even he does. talking about that one, but yeah. No, no, no. Oh, because well, you have to get into it from this <laughs> I was situation. I talking about your phone call. To no, I know. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Daniel's talking to this girl outside, and she's like a jazz singer or something like that. And she's doing like that... Man, she's doing that real annoying thing that makes you like embarrassed for someone where she's like, Yeah, I'm a singer. And she's like, And then starts singing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, fuck. Yeah. So, like, her boyfriend's <laughs> behind her and he's just like chilling out. Daniel looks at me as he's like drunkenly getting us an Uber. Oh, no. Yeah. And he goes, So, am I getting an Uber for four or for five? <laughs> and this girl's just like, What? And I'm like, Oh, four. It's for four, buddy. So, we get our Uber. And um, we're in the Uber, and Daniel's having a conversation with our driver, which is another story that we will never tell. (laughs) And I'm in the back, and I decide to myself, I want to speak to my cat. And I call my sister. Rational. Yeah. Yeah. I call my sister, who is at my house. Probably 2 a.m., 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I remember. Did you FaceTime or did you phone call? I I don't like FaceTime. I'm not. I'm, I'm a bad millennial. Uh, I call my sister like a normal person. What if your cat thought that you were someone just pretending to be you? Though? I know. Yeah. Well, this is she didn't let me talk to her. I call oh. my sister. And my sister's like, what the fuck do you want, Greg? And I'm like, Jennifer, please let me talk to my cat. She's like, what? Let me talk to Lizzie. And she's like, no, it's 3 a.m. I said, just go in my room and put the phone up to Lizzie and have her meow. And she's like, no. <laughs> I said, just hear me out. And like, I'm getting like upset. Um, and she never did. She never did let me hear my cat meow. And I, when Lizzie died uh, a couple months ago, I reminded her of that. And I was like, you, <laughs> you do not like it wow. me hear my cat meow. I, I remember. <laughs> Greg being talking to to his sister, and then when well, no, you ask, you're like, "Where is Lizzie?" Yeah, and she's like, "She's on your bed." And Greg just like puts his phone to his hand, and looks at me, he goes, "She's on my bed. <laughs> she misses me." Yeah, dude, I miss that cat. So all the while, me much. and Jonah were pretty darn sober while yeah. all of these things were happening. It was <laughs> so you guys were probably like super annoyed. I was just 
I was just waiting for something to happen. There's something, yeah, something bad always happens in Indianapolis with Daniel. There was like, an, there was an energy, there was a static in the air. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. well, then fast forward to the next time we were in Indianapolis. Before not this last tour, but the second tour we were in Indianapolis. Or, yeah. yeah. Or was it the third tour? Was it the last one? How many times have you guys done fucked up shit in Indianapolis? We did. <laughs> we love Indianapolis. We, we go yeah. out of our way to do. Yeah. So Okay. That. Yeah. So, yeah, it was the second tour. So the second tour, we're out in Indianapolis again, like around that area. And we go downtown again. Daniel and I just go this time. Him and Jonah uh, sat in the hotel room because, like, we were all tired. Like, we probably shouldn't have yeah. gone out. Probably because they didn't want to get their ass kicked by a racist white dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this gets yeah. even better. So now we're at another brother's because, like, I guess a brother's is like a chain bar around like Indianapolis. We're There's at just two of them. It's a very extended yeah. family. And <laughs> once again, Daniel is talking to two uh, black girls and like killing it, which is like great, good for him. Well, then they like walk away, and this other dude's these two dudes come up to talk to Daniel, and I kind of disappear. I don't remember what exactly I'm on that night, but like. I'm not happy. I'm not like really like into anything. It's like I'm just like downing Red Bull and vodka like crazy because again, they have amazing drink specials. And I come up and I find Daniel. I'm like, hey man, like, do you want to get like an Uber and go? Like, it's it's kind of getting late. Like, let's go. And uh he's like, No, man, I'm talking to these two dudes and these guys. The one guy introduces himself, and I swear to God, his name was fucking monkey. And I'm like, this is not good situation so then they're like <laughs> they were questionable to begin with like You're i mean named I'm, after an animal yeah like one <laughs> i'm instantly afraid so daniel's trashed and he's talking to these guys and he's like yeah man they said that there's a bar like down the street it's like in an alleyway and like you you got to go like down a basement and like into this room and <laughs> you, you can smoke weed there first like, i guess i'm like daniel they're gonna butt fuck us <laughs> no and he's like no nah, man they're cool i got it under control and i'm like i'm not going i don't trust monkey yeah yeah <laughs> he, this, monkeys monkey doesn't sound trustworthy no like so daniel is like i've met monkeys before real monkeys <laughs> and they're not trustworthy they're trying to rip no. off your face yeah. they, they, yeah, they, they, your you. they will not respect you like, but he you know he's he's gone and like i go downstairs i'm like i'm not doing this this is so sketchy no way so i go downstairs and finally like the one guy walks by monkey walks by and he's like hey man i'll see you outside and i was like ah, all right man so I'm like, where the fuck is Daniel? So I go back upstairs and I find Daniel and I'm like, Daniel, we got to get the fuck out of here. Get that Uber. And he's like, oh man, I wasn't going to go with them. I'm like, yes, you were. He's like, I told him to wait outside. If I change my mind, just leave without me. I went, monkey told me he was going to wait for us outside. Like, no, I no, we need to leave now. I get just saw Uber. monkey. He's eating a banana. Yeah. He said he's going to be outside. <laughs> and he still claims, man, we weren't going to go. I was like, Daniel, you were so ready to go with those guys it was ridiculous he's like whatever i just need to stop going to bars in indianapolis <laughs> with daniel especially god i'm gonna start introducing myself as monkey to people that i don't want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> hey there's monkey throwing that ass i know most people <laughs> throwing that, there's monkey out there throwing that ass i feel like most people that have like the slightest bit of common sense if you were just like Hey, what's up? I'm Monkey. That's like the end of that conversation, right? Pretty much. It's just like, yeah. All right, I'll talk to you later. Not to Daniel. <laughs> Daniel's like, hmm. He's like, whoa, that's cool. Monkey's interesting. I wonder what I can get out of Monkey, or what Monkey can get out of me. <laughs> like, I know the secret magic club. That right there like should the have been like to anybody. Yeah. Okay, like I can maybe look past Monkey, thinking like, ah, that guy's kind of funny. There's a barrier down the street. It's in an alleyway. Like that to me is instant. Like, hmm, 
My Ooh. butthole doesn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> alleyway directly any like the the correlation of alleyways and bad situations it's a pretty you know they go hand in hand yeah yeah like i've seen enough movies to know yeah this doesn't end well you ever seen pulp fiction enough yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> what good story ever this starts with like out. so we went down this alleyway into this basement with a guy named okay. monkey and it to ever- be fair to be fair I, I, I once did that, oh. and it, it was pretty cool. <laughs> See, but, like, <laughs> there's, like, that one, like, there's, like, that chance, like, what if, like, it's, like, an underground, like, barcade, and there's just, like... Yeah, that's exactly what like, it was, damn. and that was super cool. Yeah, see? But it was also kind of, like, of a it, lit yeah. area. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, more than just, like, no. two dudes and then two other dudes. No. It was, like, a group of five of us, and then there was, like, two other separate groups of people who didn't know each other, no. and this one guy that we all had met was, like... Listen, I know this one place and it's super cool and you guys should check it out. So we were like, there's like 18 of us. Unless yeah. there's like an army of monkeys down here, like we're going to be fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Monkey was monkey was built. Like this yeah. dude was big. Like that's why I was like, this is going to be bad. That'd be yeah. terrifying. If that that was monkey yeah. was his nickname. Yeah. Gorilla was actually his name. Yeah. Right? They yeah. yeah. just call him monkey. Dude. It's a joke. His whole family's yeah. bigger than he is. Yeah. yeah. He's monkey. Dude, that guy was nuts. Like I, I still see him in my dreams. Like I'm like, I wake up like crying, like my, okay. I, I just naturally don't know who just goes to a bar and is like, "Hey, there's a bar about five minutes down the road in an alleyway in a basement." Why don't you and your friend follow me and my friend? Yeah, I I've mean, also I'm- never met anyone at a bar that like I was cool with like going somewhere else with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like when I I'm ready to leave a bar, it's not like I'm gonna take everybody with me. It's like, hey, cool, I met some cool people at this bar. Okay, now I'm gonna go to a different bar and meet more cool people at the next bar. I'll, I will, I will defend it and say around here one time, I don't know who the guy was, and I honest to God cannot remember his name, but he invited us to his house after like being at Kelly's, and I went with my buddy Devin and uh, my other friend Megan. Turned out to be the greatest fucking time ever. Like, holy shit, this dude had like horror movie busts like on his walls so we were just putting on like like demon like masks and like just partying like getting trashed and playing pong with like (laughs) a demon head on like that was a good time for me like i was like this is not terrible me very uncomfortable yeah Yeah, that sounds like a story oh like hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on so you mean to tell me That you left a bar with a person that you had never met before. I didn't leave until the bar that point with him. I met them well, at you their met, house. You 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 met a guy that you'd never met before. Mm-hmm. Decided to go to his house. Mm-hmm. Saw horror movie busts mm-hmm. on the walls. Yeah, and that wasn't the instant moment. Was his name Monkey? No. Okay. I well, because okay. that sounds like a pretty big red flag. That In this situation, maybe I, I was going out of this. Well, I was going with my two friends, so I wasn't as right. afraid. But I also knew one of the guys that he was with. Plus, there were like two other girls, so I knew it wasn't going to be like. So there were connections there. Yeah, there yeah. were connections okay. made okay. that I was like safe okay. enough. Oh, then yeah, he like if I rolled up in a random stranger's house, and he's like, "Hey, you should come over and drink some beers." <laughs> and there's horror movie shit on the walls, like beyond posters and maybe small statues. If mm-hmm. there's anything big enough for me to wear, mm-mm, no. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> that's that's the point at which I leave because that's a fantasy right there. Yeah, it's like <laughs> try on this demon mask, take yeah. off your shirt, and don't mind if I take photos. Yeah. yeah. Well, he pulled out <laughs> an AR playing. 15 at one point too, and I was just walking around with that. So like, I was having a great old time. <laughs> it was a terrible like idea, I guess, looking back on it. But drunkenly walking around with an AR. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, well he took the oh. clip out, but yeah. I, I, you know me, if there's a gun, I'm posing with it. <laughs> One time I went skateboarding yeah. without any pads. Wow. I actually fell. I hurt myself. Is <laughs> so that what happened to your elbow? Actually, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 yeah this, happened, this happened like two days ago. <laughs> it, was, it was great. There, there's quite the dichotomy in, in our band mm-hmm. of, <sighs> of people like Greg and Daniel mm-hmm. and then people like Jonah and myself. Yeah, you two seem more like the like the parents of the band, mm-hmm. and then you're taking care of the kids, you know. Yeah. Or maybe not even take care of them, just like but let, sometimes, them, let them like run around. Yeah, and exactly. Do yeah. They want. Sometimes it's take care. Sometimes it's like y'all go out because we can't. We're it's not. like that yeah, white just, trash family that just like lets the kid get covered in dirt, and then yeah. like when they come home, they're just like, "All right, take a bath." Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Sometimes take a bath. Sometimes it's like, oh, "Fuck." Okay, it. I I yeah. do. I don't know about Daniel. Daniel showers <laughs> once a week, and he's proud of it. Oh. He will you know? openly admit that. Does he smell? Or does he just does he actually take care I'm, of himself? I'm scent blind, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I plead the fifth. Okay. One, That's two, fair. three, four, five. I can I can cut that whole thing out, so you know we don't offend him if he listens to this. I, so I, it's fine. I don't think you can offend him. That's true. I, I do know that time with him. the yeah. the truck during our little runs gets pretty darn rank. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I mean you got four dudes in a in a car for a long period of yeah, time. Yeah, it's not even a van where there's like more. There's there's Not less space. square footage, yeah, yeah. you know. So all of You're our just farts, in there all of our bo, just kind of. And I, I've got some gas. Mm. Some <clears throat> I've got I have some potent release. I'm glad that you haven't you know released in the oh, studio. No. Yeah, I'm I respectful. That, so. It's a it's a it's a respectful zen. It's a sacred <laughs> sacred place here. <laughs> but I've I've let some questionable things out in the basement that have I've gagged. Mm-hmm. I, I have. We've uh, all gagged. Those are, yeah. those are very proud moments whenever you can make yourself gag with your own. I, you know what? Yeah. I did. <clears throat> oh, that's See, a good <laughs> one. Yeah. We always try to be like, yo, just like aim it towards like a corner or like mm-hmm. one of like these padded walls or something. You know, like the carpeted walls you got down there. Never happens. It's always. Sometimes it just sneaks out. Yeah. And I, those are the worst. Yeah, I think the pinnacle. Older, I mean, what, go ahead. I think the pinnacle for me was actually in this very building. Uh, uh <laughs> It was so bad that the next day, yeah, whenever I was, they they texted me, and they were like, "It's still that's a smells like your ass in here." That's a linger. Yeah, Yeah. I walk I walked into the room and it just hit me. Yeah, I've done that. It wasn't as potent, but you could. Wasn't it like you sat on the couch and it like the cushion air? Yeah, it just the cushion air like left that it couldn't the cushion. That's like farting in your car. And then, like, not thinking about it and, like, shutting the door and then, like, getting back in it, like, either the next morning or, like, a couple hours later, and you're just like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, what happened? What happened? Did I shit myself? Did pepper spray my car? Especially on, like, a hot day like today. Like, that's why my windows are, like, 99.9% of the, like, time down because, like, if I'm driving, I'm farting. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's it's going out. That makes sense. Like, some people get the running farts. Greg just gets the driving farts. My Lola is the fucking uh, undefeated champ of, I, I call it walking farts. My Lola, Lola is like Filipino for grandmothers. So like that's my Filipino grandmother. When she comes in town, it's a farting competition at our house. She is like a four foot eight woman. Is she, wait, is she old enough that she doesn't know she's farting? No, she knows. those are the best. Oh, dude, no. It, I think it's even better because she does know. So like she'll like walk by my mom or I and you'll just hear... <laughs> and she'll be walking it, like shuffling her feet going <laughs> and I'm like oh Lola and she'll just go Greggy do you like it and I'm just like damn it Lola so then like I'll wait till like we're sitting there cooking like dinner and I'm just like 
And she'll just go, oh, no, oh. that's the worst. <laughs> not, not whenever you're cooking dinner. Oh, yeah. No. Then you foul it's, up the food. Dude, it's it's no holds barred when uh, when Lola's in town. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's nauseating. Yeah, and it's so funny because my mom's like, I don't know where he gets it from. And I'm like, your mother. Like, your mom literally just <laughs> yeah. shat on you. Yeah. Like, And you're wondering... Lola is in the kitchen, like, from. talking Filipino. It's like, Tagalog is, like, their language. But she's, like, on the phone with her friends, like... And it's like, I'm like, Lola, what the fuck are you doing? And she's just like, I'm talking to your aunt. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'll hear like, cow. And I'm like, cow? She's like, yeah, I mean sit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. So if you ever want to know uh, Philippine language, e-cow means sit. Mm. I'll keep that in mind. Maybe we can write a Filipino song. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> Break into a new market. Right. Yeah. We yeah. Gotta, we got to do something. Dude. I miss Lolo now. I want that Filipino woman to come in and cook. She always says noodles, noodle. Fart all over the place. Fart all over the place and cook. <laughs> noodle. Greg, you like the noodle? Like, yeah, Lolo. I want noodle. Yeah. So. All right, everybody. This has been Jed. And I've been Daniel. And we've been with Ryan and Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> From Forever Strong. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. We wrote this song about a year ago. It's called Drunken Prophet. It's all part of a bigger plan.